Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Michael. And I'm Michael Carter. And we most certainly are Ridiculously Bored. David, it's only been a few days since we've recorded. I know, it seems kind of weird. We're having to do this early so that our Vegas trip is unimpeded by... One, me having to lug a bunch of equipment out to Vegas so that we can record in a hotel room when you know both of us would rather be out in the casino gambling. Or murdering prostitutes. <laughs> no, we don't do that, Michael. Oh, sorry. We certainly don't do that and admit it on uh, on a national podcast. Isn't that one of those daily affirmations you make while you're in Vegas? I will not murder a prostitute. I, I will not murder a prostitute. I don't know what, what kind of affirmations you're talking about in Vegas, but... Yeah. So what are we going to do? You remember 96 to 2000. Don't, plan, don't say you don't. <laughs> so what are we going to do? So speaking, well, hold on. Before we get into Vegas, speaking of Vegas, I have been, uh, it's been spinning plates in a juggling act of fucking avoiding COVID before this um, trip. Yeah. So a couple things. I go to dinner with some guys on Friday night uh, about a week and a half or so ago. Six days later, one of the guys reaches out. He's like, yeah, I tested positive. (laughs) So I'm like, well, thankfully, it's been long enough that it shouldn't affect me, but let me take a test just in case. I'm fine. Next day afterwards, Saturday, I go out with a different bunch of guys. Four or five days later, I get an email message from him. He's like, yeah, I tested positive for COVID. (laughs) So I'm like, (laughs) motherfuckers, I I got a trip to do in a couple days. Like, like, first of all, I'm pretty sure you and GQ or Sugar Daddy will kill me if I have to cancel because of COVID. Oh, there'll then, be no canceling. There'll be yeah. Vegas without Michael. I have found out from a friend of mine ways to avoid uh, COVID positive responses, though I don't recommend people do that. They can't see me winking, right, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then fucking Friday, my nanny for the kids reaches out attested positive. Oh, Jesus. So I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, so now, like, I don't really spend a lot of time with her, but the kids are around her from when she gets here till when she leaves. Um, thankfully the kids, the few days before had a couple activities and things like that. So we've been testing them for two or three days. They've been negative. I tested myself twice. I've been negative, but it has become a fucking juggling act to avoid this. So you, you, did you stock up on like home tests? The school started sending some home every, every, basically they send two sets at home before holidays. Mm-hmm. So they sent some before Thanksgiving. They sent some before Christmas. They sent some before so you've been stocking uh, them up. spring break. So we've just been getting a bunch of them that we have now. So they're just sitting around. What kind of fucking rich-ass schools do your kids go to? My freaking schools don't give real COVID tests. Well, ours is funded by the government. So they are, they're getting them from the government. The governments are passing them along. So um, before we get into our general stories, I do want to point out that I never thought I would say these words, but... I'm upset that no one has sent a dick pic into ridiculouslybored at gmail.com. And before you get any wrong ideas, not any dick pic. <laughs> I wanted the one with the guy's arm who had a dick on his arm. <laughs> well, we are less than 24. We, we literally posted the episode eight hours ago. That's plenty of time to get a dick pic my way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, all right. Well, when this one drops in a few days... Let's see. We'll uh, we'll revisit it on next week if we got one or not. Yeah, for sure. So wait, hold on. We are back on Vegas before we get off of Vegas. Okay. Yes. What are we going to do while we're there? We always, in addition to gambling, have at least one event. 
where we go to like a show or we go to a, a, a sports game if there happens to be one going on. What's, what's um, the plan? We, we haven't made any plans yet. Every time I look, the only thing that's really available is like the shows. And we've kind of like, we've done a magician. We've done Circus we've done du Soleil. Um, we've done, actually, we've done a couple of magicians. We have not done a donkey show yet. No, but that's in, uh, what's that place in Mexico? Zona Norte. Uh, Zona Norte, yeah. <laughs> that just rolls off David's tongue. I just want to put or that so out. so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll figure something. We've done, so for people who are curious, we've done an MMA fight. We've done a boxing match. We've done a hockey game. We've done a football game. Three or four Circus de Soleil's. One Cirque. or two magicians. Cirque de Soleil. We've done one or two magicians. Um, comedy shows. We've done comedy shows. Blue so, Man Group. Yeah, Blue Man Group many, many years ago. So, like, we've done a ton. So, we, we got to figure it out. But we'll, we will do something and we'll report back. Okay. Uh, um, my next question. Wait. But David and I are planning to go to on the way home from there because I'm going to go back to Arizona with David. Um, I'm going to go meet the Flat Earther. Um, <laughs> we are going to go to the Grand Canyon, which. No. no incorrect. No, we are not. The Hoover Dam, which yes. I've never been to. Yes. And then you want to go to, what is it, Quaker Oats Town or some shit like that. What's the name of it? The name of the town is Oatman. And uh, there's, there's every, every state has a book called Weird, insert state name here, right? So Weird Arizona, Weird Colorado, Weird Connecticut. And um, a, a company like makes them. And it's, it's full of just really creepy, weird things to do in your home state or in whatever state you buy it for. And the one that I've been dying to do, in fact, it was the impetus for this show before it was a podcast between you and I, it was going to be me visiting all the crazy places in Arizona and just kind of filming that. And uh, as we all learned, I'm not that funny or entertaining on my own. So I had to go out and get help. (laughs) (laughs) So while I may own 51% of this show, for the people who don't know, the actual ridiculously bored was David's idea that the the comment he actually had the website already and when him and i started talking about doing this podcast he was like we need a name and i'm like no no dude you have the name (laughs) i'm like ridiculously bored is what we should call it so um i guess that gives david 51 percent as well but uh we'll see we shall see yeah i'm not i'm not petty like some other people on this uh on this call who happen to send their uh paycheck stubs to my daughter to prove a point that really didn't prove a point other than to show how petty you are. No, she came back at me and she still one up to me. She said, uh, that's a lot of money. You still can't buy a diploma from high school. <laughs> so I don't know where she got her wit and humor from. Cause it wasn't me. So that's, that's Vegas. We we're going to be there in a couple days. So Jose, we're not done. We're not done. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't even tell you what we're going to do. Okay. There's a town called Oatman, Arizona. All right. And we'll talk more about it. Uh, I'm bringing my camera, so maybe we'll film it. Maybe we won't. But apparently what happened in the 1800s, it was a mining town. And Ara- Arizona is known as the Copper State. Um, it, it, it has uh, apparently at one point in time, there are lots of silver and copper mines in Arizona back in the gold rush era in the 1800s. So people would go and they would stake their claim and they would you know, try and strike it rich. Well, there was this town called Oatman. And it was actually named after a slave girl. So a, a, a white female who was captured by uh, some local Indian tribes and they tattooed her face to show her as kind of property. And uh, there are 
numerous different stories as to what actually happened to her while she was in slavery. But um, they named this town after her. But the cool thing about the town is when I believe it was World War I came around, and I'll have to fact check this and maybe give you some more details, but when World War I came around, they abandoned the, uh, the mines and decided to pull all the workers and make them do stuff for the war. Well, what ended up happening was they literally, this happened overnight, like this town shut down overnight. They left all the donkeys, um, burrows in the town. They just left and they all got loose. So for the last 150 years, they've been reproducing and this town is literally overrun by burrows. So that one of the weird things to do in Arizona is to go visit the burrows of Oatman. So you literally go into this ghost town and there's shit donkeys everywhere and they're, they're more donkeys than people are you figuring out a way to backdoor us into going to see a donkey show is that what you're uh, doing here i don't know where you're getting maybe backdoor that. into might not have been the correct choice of words <laughs> why you got to bring up old shit all right, all right. moving on how moving on. was your mother's day for uh, your wife your mother everybody who's <laughs> grandmother I, whoever else i think everybody knows how my mother's day was because <laughs> I, I actually do something for my wife. The real question is, did you leave your wife alone for the day? Cause that's what she prefers. <laughs> so interestingly enough, I took a very unscientific poll of a few women who I felt comfortable asking this question to. <laughs> I asked a few women in essence, very few women I, I, in essence. And I said it a little bit different than this, but this was basically my question. Mother's day. You want dick or you want rest, right? Because as every man listening to this knows, on Father's Day or on their birthday or on Christmas or all the other days where they're not getting any during the year, they're like, they're trying to get a blowjob. They're trying to get sex. They're trying to do all that stuff. So in an unscientific poll, every, every woman came back with, I want to be left alone and I want to rest. <laughs> They're like, it would be ideal if, in essence, there was one form or another of it would be ideal if, you know, my husband, my spouse, my boyfriend, whatever, would take the kids and leave me alone. I would enjoy rest and relaxation over anything else. So for my wife, because as I've talked about before, my wife has complained and she, she, she clarified this when we talked about it this weekend. She has complained about me giving cards and me buying flowers and i thought it was because of the money she said no it's not the money though for anybody listening i think it is because she is cheap um she said no it's not the money it's actually it doesn't really mean anything to me she's like i don't really care if i get a card i don't really care if i get flowers this has been her approach for many years and it's one of the reasons why i've stopped getting her cards and getting her flowers because it wasn't oh my god these are pretty it was oh why'd you spend the money on these or why did you get these so gifts, on the other hand, I've talked about this before as well. Gifts, I, we stopped exchanging gifts one year, I think it was Christmas, where she gave me a picture, a website, an item to buy her. I bought it, and yet she still returned it. <laughs> so I've I, heard that story a thousand yeah. times, and it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it's Because it's, it's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> like, here's what I, this is exactly what I want. Color, shape, size, here you go, return it. So I, though, I like giving the cards, I like giving flowers, but not if it's just going to, in essence, 
nicely because it's not thrown back my face in a negative way. But if it's just going to be like, yeah, I didn't want these, waste time. But the night before, I still feel that guilt building like, oh, wow, like I'm not giving her anything tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) So we were sitting down on the couch and I was like, I just want to make sure because you say this all the time. You don't want a card. You don't want flowers, and you know we don't exchange gifts, right? I'm like, that's what you're expecting for tomorrow, correct? (laughs) And she's like, yes, that is what I'm expecting for tomorrow. So all that we did was we went to a brunch, uh, all of us and my dad. We went to a brunch, uh, which was awesome. It it was at my my club, the club that I'm a member of. Mm -hmm. Um, We went there. It had anything. Is that the hair club for men? (laughs) No, that's the club you're a member of. They had anything and everything you could want, so it was awesome. We did that. Then we went to see my mom in the nursing home for a little Mm bit. Um, And my mom doesn't – she doesn't recognize really anybody, but there is a light when she sees the kids. Like, she she knows in the background there's somebody important to her, Mm -hmm. but I don't – she can't figure out who or what. Ironically, I don't think she gives a shit if I'm there or not. <laughs> but when the kids are there, there's absolutely a light that goes off in, on her and in her. So it's it's really nice. So yeah. that's what we did for Mother's Day. Okay. All right. What so are, a couple things. I suggest for your next marriage, mm-hmm. you find someone who wants to be with you <laughs> and wants to have sex with you because <laughs> it's a whole different ball game. <laughs> Well, I think it's hilarious that you think I'll ever get married again. <laughs> it's one and done, man. That's it. Uh, this I, doesn't uh, work for some reason. You know, which, you say that. I said that too. Yeah, we we can't talk about your current wife because then that leads me to the comment of next wife, and then I get in trouble. And, yeah, oh no, yeah. wasn't it no wife? No, no next wife. April. I think we're good now. <laughs> no, I, I think you need to at least wait until after your visit. Uh, if you're going to be staying with me for a few days, you're going to have to enough. probably just shut your mouth for a little while. I know that's hard. Can I say this is my favorite? (laughs) So So far. No, David, see? You can't be doing that. I know, I know. How was your Mother's Day? What did you do? Uh, I got up in the morning, which I usually do not. (laughs) I got up before my wife and made breakfast. Um, She likes some savory stuff, so we we made some... uh, Mexican quesadilla breakfast. So I had like egg, bacon, sausage and stuff like that. It was actually pretty, pretty damn good. I got the recipe online. So I'm not a chef, but I can follow directions like, uh, like a motherfucker. And the kids were with us. So, um, they, uh, they hang hung out and did breakfast with us and then did uh, lunch with their mom. And then the wife and I just kind of hung out on the couch and watched TV. She, I mean, similarly wanted to just relax and not do anything. Like we, you know, we specifically either got the chores done for the weekend beforehand or just kind of put them off and said, Hey, we'll, you know, we'll do laundry during the week. But yeah, just wanted to chill out. And then we went out to dinner with her parents for mother's day. I got her, um, four tickets to go see the Phoenix suns tomorrow night, game five against the Dallas Mavericks. So, uh, uh, I said she should, uh, take her parents so she's gonna she's gonna take the parents we're gonna go to i'm gonna go to i said look you don't have to invite me but you have three additional tickets to do whatever you want with she's like of course i want you to go so yeah so we're taking She's like i want you to drive bitch (laughs) (laughs) so uh, side note i also did ask my wife if she wanted me to cook her breakfast and she said no i want to put that on the 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 list so i tried um did you know we'll see in in my mind i tried enough So I went to, I had one of my cars serviced this week and I went to the dealership and you know how like 
<clears throat> when you're in the waiting room, mm-hmm. they come out and you can basically watch it's it's blood in the water. They always come out to everybody and it's like, you know, uh, you need a new air filter um, right. since you're here. Yeah, I'll just try throw it on, you. right? Right. So I saw him do it to at least two or three other people. And the third person in the room was a nun. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I, I'm, I can't believe he might try to fucking upsell a nun. <laughs> he tried to upsell a nun. <laughs> he was like, you know, your back tires are a little low. Um, and we found a nail in one of them that we could replace. But because they're a little bit worn, we just recommend you replace the tires. Oh, and two grand. She might have said, go with God. I don't know what she actually said, but <laughs> she did it. She was there. She was there before I got there until after I left. So he might have, he might have upsold her quite a bit. Do you oh, think Jesus. you could upsell a nun? Uh, upsell a nun, possibly. Uh, depends on what I'm selling, though. Car stuff? No. Talk to me about computer products. Talk to me about music equipment. Talk to me about the things that I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So a, a nun comes in to David's music store, which doesn't exist, but she comes into David's music store. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I noticed online you had a beginner's level guitar that we think we're, we want to bring back the band. Um, before COVID, we used to do it every week. We stopped. The person moved. So we're thinking about starting up a band again. We need a guitar. Um, the one I saw online was ninety nine ninety nine. You automatically go into, have you thought about this Eddie Vedder Stratocast? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, well, you know, as with most things in life, you get what you pay for. <laughs> and let me tell you, I, I, I understand that, that a $100 guitar, in theory, looks good. It will not sound good. You absolutely need the uh, <laughs> Eddie Van Halen upgrade the uh, the Frankencaster or what was it the 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 Frankenstrat was what they called it because he had like just built it out of and with like freaking tape and and whatever and uh, yeah I, and and to some extent it's actually true the electronics on on some of the cheaper guitars are actually not quite good so when you plug it into a decent amp you you can tell the difference most people will say well any guitar player will say oh the tone is in the hands it's in the fingers man and to some extent that is true but uh, a uh, a shitty guitar will always sound like a shitty guitar, no matter who's playing it. So, question for you then: Do you believe when you are in hell, Satan will also have you selling electronic equipment? <laughs> See, here's the thing: there's this thing called duality, right? So, belief in hell requires you to believe in heaven. Okay. And, um, end of statement. And I know of triality, which I learned from the Usual Suspects is I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Satan, but I am scared of Kaiser Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great so, movie. Such a great um, movie. All right. So good. From Skokie, Illinois. Anyone so, who's seen that movie will get that reference. Yes. Um, so I, I've been going to therapy for my knee, right? And it's been progressing along. And um, some of the days that are there are a little bit rougher than others. And so um, the place has just had some turnover. And... There is, historically, I would say it's 50-50, male and female. And I actually book my appointments based on time. I've told them all the time. They're like, well, that's this person. That's that person. I'm like, I don't care. I need this time at night. This is what works for me. So that's how I book them. And so I've had some different people, but they've had some turnover now. So there is a new girl there today. 
And I need to be careful because while I don't think this falls under the Me Too movement, and I don't think this falls under all the different uh, sexual harassment type things that are out there, I will say I enjoyed the therapy more with her (laughs) 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 than with some others. You're a sick fuck. So one is this lady is rather busty. So that's one. Two, she wears... And by busty, you mean... Please elaborate, Michael. For all those listeners that don't understand what that term means. Busty means... Let me see if I can think of some other terms for it. Jugs, watermelon patch, coconuts, boobies were large. She was a big-breasted woman. Yes. And she also wore a top which was extremely loose-fitting... And unlike you see most women who wear those kind of tops, she did not put in the effort to constantly cover her chest. Like you see when people wear those kind of tops, women almost always by default put their hand over it to hold it back. She was not doing that. And she was working out your leg, right? You were getting therapy on your leg? Well, it is the leg, but... Like even the the guys who do it. So to be fair, this is not a male or female thing. They are all up on you, right? They have your fucking leg between their legs. They have, there's points where they have their leg jammed under their arm against their chest. So like they're, they're full on being able to hold the leg as strong as possible and getting you to move in ways you don't want to move. So whether it's a male or female, both of them kind of follow the same process. Um, but there's definitely, <laughs> there's a little bit of a difference from a female giving you that versus a male. So did you ask? Did she ask why you had three legs? No, she said, "Oh, did did you get one to edit?" No. So the thing is, the curiosity of it is, normally when there's a guy doing it, unlike the episode of Seinfeld where Jerry is uh, uh, George is like, "It moves, Jerry," when he's getting a massage. I'm not worried about that with a guy. I'm actually more worried about farting, right? Because they are they are bending you in some weird ways that you could easily be like, "Oops, sorry," <laughs> right? That's pretty easy. <laughs> But with the girl doing it, there was at one point today that that did pass my, that did go through my mind. Like, oh my God, what about if I get excited when she's doing this? So it's just, it's just a weird, and I know it's supposed to be professional and I know it's supposed to be clinical, but it's still very weird while it's happening. I think you just tell her she's massaging the wrong leg. Yeah. <laughs> That's not where my leg starts. Would you like me to stop? <laughs> I did not say that. I just said, That's not where my leg starts. Yeah, it's it's just it's just a weird phenomenon when when a woman is that close to you and basically rubbing up on you while massaging you. So we are how far away from your surgery? It's been a couple months, right? It's uh, about nine weeks now. Nine weeks, so two little over two months. Mm-hmm. How are you progressing? Are you you walk? Do you, do you walk with a limp still? Or are you do you need a cane? Like what? Yeah. what when I see you get off the plane uh, this week, what what am I what am I going to see? So. I am now walking without a cane. I still use a cane for stairs. Um, been getting a little better. I, I won't. I probably won't bring a cane with me um, because I know mainly the layout of Vegas. There's not really many stairs that are there. So for the three or four flights that we might do in stairs, it's not worth bringing the cane. So I can walk without a cane. Um, I do limp a little bit, but the lady is saying, the therapist is saying that it's more mental because she's like, when you're stretching, you stretch way more than you need 
to be able to walk. So she's like, clearly you peg-legging, almost like a, a pirate. She's right. like, that's mental now. She's like, you shouldn't be doing that anymore. So, um, And I will say in the morning, the leg feels better than later at night, right? Because you get a good rest, you're flat. I feel walking to the bathroom in the morning, going to shower, I feel I'm almost doing a normal walk. As the day goes on and the swelling starts and things like that, it gets worse and worse. So I think what you'll see is somebody who definitely walks slow. That's one thing. Um, but somebody who can get around, um, but I'm sure you guys you will do realize quite we a few do times. like 50,000 steps a day normally in Vegas, right? Like, yes. are we going to have to get you a little cart? No, I don't think I need a cart, but you might do an extra 5,000 steps because you might walk too far forward. And I've been like, hey, wait up. And you walk back to me. Um, it's funny that That's you mentioned me the step every thing. day with my yeah. wife. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned the step thing. I have, like yourself, I have an Apple Watch and it monitors how many steps I take. Mm -hmm. The only time I ever go over 20,000 steps, and I'm even talking about, and I know I don't do it a lot, but even days that I exercise and I'm on the treadmill, the only days I go over 20,000 steps is when I'm in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, you're walking every, and, and fucking from the room to the, the entrance of the hotel is like 5,000 steps. It's crazy. So, yeah. So we'll see. Um, I'm... I'm a little nervous about the flight more than anything. Yeah, um, you're going to be cooped up. Did you get an exit row at least so you can stretch out a little bit? No, because the exit row doesn't fit my ass. They're too small on that side. They get more <laughs> leg room, but you can't look. You can't go down. You can't. You can't like spread out because it's that metal kind of separator rather than a, a armrest that you can lift. Gotcha. So no, I did not. Well, okay. All right. All right. I guess we will take it uh, day by day. Is uh, do do we know if hot chocolate's going yet? He says yes. So be me, you, hot chocolate, and sugar daddy. All right. So so can are we allowed to just fucking blast him and give him grief for this whole situation? You mean the driving aspect? Yes. Yeah. I mean the drive. I mean the fact that he's a, a grown fucking adult and is still afraid to fly. So that's David being sympathetic of what is known as a disease. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, is it though? So as you could all imagine, David will be ultra compassionate to me next week when I'm <laughs> limping around and it is affecting his vibe. <laughs> so <laughs> bitch don't kill my vibe. Hot chocolate was on episode 10 and I don't remember if we mentioned it on that episode, but on that ep uh, but he is scared to fly. And in the past when he lived closer to us, to me, We've flown out like together. And of course, we don't make it easy on him when we've done that. Like he's sitting there twitching and we're like, plane's going down. <laughs> like, no, he has to be heavily sedated so, in order to walk into the airport. Yeah. So the last 10 or 15 years, he's required some sort of medication to calm him down. So he flies as little as possible. He hates it. He only does it if, if it's absolutely necessary. So he is going to drive from Minneapolis to Vegas, which is about 1,200 miles each way. In essence, if he were to get in the car, attach a, a, a bottle, a empty milk jug to his dick so he could piss and go, it's still taking him like a day and a half. So it's going to be very interesting, but he says he's driving. So it's three... 330 miles for me, I can get there in about four to four, four and a half hours. And that's if I speed and don't stop. Of course, I'll stop once to pee. Um, 
so doing the math there, 1,200 miles, that's four times that. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's between 15 to 20 hours of yeah. driving. And that's, look, he is a machine when he drives somewhere. Like, him and I drove to Boston, uh, from New York to Toronto once overnight, which is like a 10, 11-hour drive. Like, we just got in the car and we started driving. So he he's good with stuff like that, but still, it's it's just crazy. So, but like it also turns a weekend trip into a week, right? Because right? you need a day or two on either end. Well, um, he doesn't have a sugar daddy; he has a sugar mama. So, <laughs> so he's got all the time. Yeah. I don't know if those couple <laughs> days really matter. Uh, for so. what it's worth, it it changes the the vibe of the whole trip when he's there for the better. I mean, he's 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 a lot fun to be with, and he's not there very often. Mm -hmm. So when he is there, it's a, it's a kind of a special treat. So I'm I'm pretty excited to to hang out with him this weekend. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, for sure. All right. Anything before the one crazy question, David, or do you want to get to that? Let's get to it. All right. Play the music. Oh, we don't have music. <laughs> dun dun dun. So, so. If we remember correctly from last week's episode, you needed time to think of something for this question. I actually <laughs> so didn't. I actually didn't need time. I thought of something as soon as you asked me, uh -huh. but I saw the time we were in the episode, and yeah, I was we like, did. We did almost go over an hour. I was like, time. this is going to be a throwaway at the end if we put it on now. Like, let's do yeah. it on the next episode. Yeah. So, for a little bit of background, um, we, oh, gosh, I want to say episode somewhere around 10 to 15. I mean, this was a long time ago. We did a crazy question, a one crazy question, and maybe it was later than that. We started doing them somewhere around there. And the question was, name one thing you dislike the most about the other person. Um, but since we did that, we never did the opposite. So I thought it'd be fun if we did name one thing you like the most about the other person. So I will, I will go first, Michael. Okay, so hold on real quick. And it's not your sense of fucking humor. Did a little, oh, then I don't know what you got. I did a little research. <laughs> it was episode nine where okay, we talked about close. what you do not like. Close. Um, the other thing, clearly mine is not going to be David's patience. <laughs> <laughs> You're bitching about not doing it last week, but you go ahead. <laughs> I was, you know what? I don't know why I thought of this, but this actually, I thought of it like a couple of weeks ago and it brought me back to our childhood and, and I don't, quite understand it maybe you can speak to that but you are one of if not the most giving person and selfless person i've ever met and you wouldn't think so it never comes out on the podcast but let me give you a few examples when we were kids you had a job at the comic book store i did not um i would hang out at the comic book store uh, and i had no money i didn't have a, an allowance i had nothing you were actually making money so I remember a few instances of where um, one was, and, and this is a little trivia for you because you have to think of what album it was, but a new album came out and you loved it so much that you took me to the store and bought it for me. And we wow. were like kids. We were like eight, nine years old. So this is like super young. No, we weren't eight or nine. We were 15. Oh, it, the comic book store or the album? Uh, the album. No, I guess it would have had, if we were working at the comic store, it would yeah, have I was, had been like I was, 15, I was. No, because I don't think I was 14. in. Yeah, I don't think I was in high school. So this was, I was 12, you were 14. That makes yeah, sense. I was, I was 14 when I started working at the comic store and not going to high school. <laughs> <laughs> See your daughter's comments from last episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious how that ended. <laughs> so do you remember what album it was? I'm going to guess, based on the year, Guns N' Roses. No. 
No, it was not. It was Fine Young Cannibals. And I don't remember what the actual album was called, but you and I were listening to this great alternative station, which was fairly new at the time. They weren't, they weren't, I mean, now everything is alternative, but back then, like there was a station and, and if you wanted that type of music, you, the only way to get it was to listen to that station. 92.3 was the channel at the time. Was it like WZRE or something, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. I yeah, got yeah. a funny story about that that I'll tell you later. I just made a note to myself so I don't forget. Okay, good, good. So that was one instance. Um, a little bit earlier, you and I were probably like, you know, eight or nine. Um, we would go to the mall, the New Rochelle Mall, and they had a mini arcade in there with maybe five or six um, video games. And you had just done something for your parents, and I believe they gave you some money for it. And I had no money. Do you see a recurring theme here? <laughs> Never had money. Uh, you, you, you took me to the mall and we played, uh, video games on your dime for like two hours. Like you just literally like went and got a roll of quarters and then we just stacked them on top of the arcade machines and just played like video games for a couple hours. So, and I can go on and on and on. Like, you know, you did a 529 for my kids for, for college, like just throughout your entire life. You have always, I've never really given you credit for this, but you have always been super, super giving with, uh, with money. Um, and ironically, you won't buy your fucking wife anything for Mother's Day, but you have no problem giving money away to me and my kids. That's principle. <laughs> it's principle now. <laughs> so, well, thank you. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I've always, and look, I still do it today, right? I have... Some of my friends and some of my cousins who are local, they don't make as much as I do. And I, I hate that sometimes they need to make a decision based on whether or not they can afford it. And I don't mean yeah. it's like, let me go get a fucking car. But mm -hmm. I mean like, hey, we're going to go to dinner here. It's going to be a little expensive. Then we're going to go to a movie. So you're talking about easily a $100 night. And I don't mean to sound cavalier here, and this is not the intention. But if I spend $100 in a night, it has a different effect on me than it does on somebody who makes less than me, right? Yeah. And so I factor that in. So I I even now, and like, look, when my brother, before he passed away and he moved back, I used my brother had no money. And so I used to always pay whenever we went somewhere and all those good things. But the one thing I always factor in, and you were good at this, and that's why one of the things why you got something and then the next time I got something else, is the appreciativeness of it and the not feeling like I'm being taken advantage of. Mm. So as an example, we, were at, we ordered once, me and a couple other guys, we ordered four sandwiches, it was 20 bucks. That's it, 20 bucks. We all basically got the same thing, so it's five bucks each. I paid, two of the people offered to pay, I said, no, don't worry about it. The third one did not. Didn't even <laughs> offer money, nothing. Was just like, oh, you got it, good. So before he left, I'm like, you owe me $5. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You owe me five dollars. <laughs> and he's like, well, what do you You're mean? So fucking petty. He's like, you, you, you. <laughs> yeah, see, this is something else you don't talk about. <laughs> he's like, you, you didn't. They didn't have to give you money. I said, yeah, they offered money, and I said, no, thank you. You owe me five dollars, and I made him give me fucking five dollars. <laughs> so I, just, I also don't want to feel like I'm getting taken advantage of. Oh, that's so amazing. Before I get into yours, before I answer yours, I want to address a couple of things you mentioned. The station, as we mentioned, was called 92.3. And at that time, there was no such thing as Shazam or the internet or reviewing whatever playlist they were playing or you could see the name of the song. Oh, like no, you, you wanted now. to hear a song, you had to wait for it. Right. 
So we heard a song on, I heard a song on that cha- that channel, which was, the song was Big Audio Dynamite. The name oh, of the yeah. song is E equals MC squared. Mm-hmm. I remember it to this day. We recorded it by pressing record on the radio, right? right. We had a tape in it, we recorded it. Mm-hmm. We called the station from the comic book store. On the phone, we said to them, if we play back this song, can you tell us who sings it? <laughs> and they're like, uh, sure. So we played it for them. They told us who sing it just so we can go buy the album. So That's awesome. It's just one of those weird things that fucking no way kids today would ever do something like that. Our children will never understand what it was like to have to work for everything. Yes. Everything. So the other thing was the video games, and it wasn't always the case, but... I think I've mentioned this before. I had a paper route as a kid, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't always pay the paper route bill. <laughs> so I did have, I did have change sometimes that wasn't really mine <laughs> at, at the time. But yeah, that's how I got a lot of those quarters at the time. And then I started working really young. I started working at fourteen, and because you couldn't work legally, I think sixteen or fifteen is when you can get your working papers or whatever they called it. So a lot of the jobs I had was always off the book. So I always was getting cash for it. But um, that's neither here nor there. So the 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 one thing that about you that I really love, and I get again, I, I promise you this came right to mind when you asked me last week, is just how talented you are and how anything you set your mind to, you can do. And that goes to playing guitar, learning the piano, designing stuff for the computer, opening up a fucking sweatshop Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> factory like just anything that you set your mind to you can do and where i'm somebody who anything i set my mind to i end up having to pay somebody to do it right (laughs) because when i try to do it it does not work you know i've actually thank you i appreciate that the uh the older i get though the more i used to be a fuck this i can figure this out i'll do it on my own and and the older i get and and obviously the more comfortable i get with you know where where i'm my living conditions I, uh, I most certainly, there are things now that I can do and my wife's like, Hey, you know what? Can you do that? I'm like, Hey, yeah, sure. I'll call somebody. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Well, for me it was, cause one of my cousins asked me once when I was doing a couple things around the house, he's like, why are you doing those? I'm like, cause I can't pay for everything. I'm like, I know you think I make a lot of money, <laughs> but I'm like literally everything I have to have somebody do for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what impressed me the most is, uh, when, so I was going to Arizona State. You came out and you were doing a comic book convention and you surprised me one week and came to visit, which was awesome. And then, you know, and I'm living in the dorm and I have like a full kitchen and whatnot. And I'm like, hey, like, you know, I can cook something. Like, what do you want? I'll make you like a home cooked meal. And because I think you were saying like, oh, you know, my mom hasn't cooked for a while or whatever. Right. So I'm like, what do you want? And you were like, I want hamburger helper. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I'm like, I could make anything. You're like, no, no, I want hamburger helper. So we went to the store and we bought fucking hamburger helper because that's what you wanted. And by the way, you do this shit to this day. When you get a seed in your brain about wanting something, and I, let me give you another example. You came out to visit one week and you, for some Cajun. reason, no, it was the crab boil. So technically, yes, it was Cajun. <laughs> but you were like, I want a crab boil. Or it was a shrimp boil or something no, like no, that. No, no, it was uh, it was um, uh, what the f- crawfish. 
crawfish yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. all right so it was crawfish and you were like i'm like dude this is fucking arizona you want mexican food i got every <laughs> other corner you want even italian to some extent there's some decent restaurants i'm like you're asking for fucking new orleans cajun crawfish boil you want crawfish and the nearest fucking lake is a thousand miles let alone the ocean right i'm like what are you fucking so we we spent like three hours looking for a cajun restaurant we found one and we went and you had your crawfish boil to this day you still do that shit yeah it's just one of those things once you say you look people would think that's a uh they would call it uh, ambition. <laughs> I set a goal and I go do it. <laughs> yet, yet we go to a fucking restaurant that has a menu with 600 items on it and you refuse to order an item off the menu. You always have to ask the chef to make something for you. I told the, I, it sh- there's a couple things about you that fucking shock me. And one is you will just order the item off the menu. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'll take yeah. number seven. Yeah, we and talked like, about this a few I'm like, episodes yeah, ago. Nothing, no change to it? No, nothing. The other thing, and I know you said now you snore, but you know, and it, we have shared a bed before, um, was that you didn't move, you don't snore, and like you could get up and literally in half a second like fix the sheets back to the way they were. I do an alligator death roll in the bed, <laughs> and when my wife having get, shared my wife a bed with up, you, I can uh, I can definitely uh, <laughs> confirm. <laughs> My wife gets up earlier than me, and as soon as she leaves the bed, I take all of her blankets as well <laughs> every single morning. It's the same thing. So, yeah. Yeah. But, so as you get older, the uh, the soft palate, the tissue in your mouth, like in your throat, it's actually a muscle. It actually, I did some research on this because my wife used to like just give me so much grief because when we first started dating, I didn't really snore. And then over the years, like it got progressively worse. And apparently now it's so bad, like she needs like earplugs and, you know, sometimes she'll like push me to like roll me over to, to, to stop. But I did some research on this and the muscle that causes snoring, if, if, you know, you didn't snore before, that muscle starts to weaken and over time it kind of flaps when you breathe in the middle of the night, which is what causes snoring. Yeah, I've looked into like all different ways. Like how do we how do we stop that? She's even like, you catfished me because <laughs> you didn't used to snore. Now you do. Uh, hot chocolate and I would like you to strengthen those uh, throat muscles before we get to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right. With that, I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. And we are... On our way to Vegas. Baby.